Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Bogoya. TNT and uh, the software we use to record the program uh, apparently decided it didn't like us either. Uh, I think it was all just across the, the board glitch. Uh, it's uh, it's troubling to me that they would expect us to believe the narrative that three, four, five, six different companies uh, all experienced the same quote unquote glitch. Uh, so, uh, if, if it was a glitch, it should have happened to one company, but even cricket, I know the three people that use cricket also reported outs and outings. So it is what it is. Uh, we, we have, uh, a program for you today, whether it's good or not, I will leave it up to you to determine, but as far as I'm concerned, I think we'll be cooking with gasoline, uh, because, uh, there's a lot going on, uh, and, and the threats are getting more direct, and the threats are getting more vivid. Uh, we're going to spend a little while on that because uh, the Russians have warned not once but twice that uh, if uh, the West keeps pushing, then uh, the retaliatory measures that they have planned uh, are of a nuclear nature. So we might yet get to see a mushroom cloud. You know, for those of us, uh, somebody uh, sent me a link on Facebook of like a lamp uh, that's inside a glass cube that is of a mushroom cloud, which, uh, given my sense of humor, uh, I I found funny. So, uh, all this while uh, Senor Zelensky of Ukraine uh, is saying that if uh, Russia is allowed to survive the war, it will uh, threaten former Soviet states in Europe. So uh, now uh, this, this, this tiny man who just keeps asking for more money as though the money will help win a war that he can't win uh, is saying that Russia shouldn't be allowed to survive now. I know, we get to pick sides. We decide who's good and bad, and the other people should all die, huh? Uh, Look, there's no good guy in this scenario. We've discussed this over and over again at nauseum, but uh, it's worth repeating and reminding you. There are no good guys here. And uh, as, uh, mm, as long as they can launder money through the apparatus of Ukrainian aid, uh, they're going to keep doing it. And I think both sides are equally dirty as far as politicians are concerned in the U.S., If you still hold out hope for your political party, Godspeed and God bless. But as for me, I've seen enough. At this point, uh, I'm a willing participant. If I don't go, nope, I'm bowing out. Uh, Mitch McConnell, I know, we just just took a hard left, didn't we? Mitch McConnell has announced that uh, he will be retiring. And uh, most of the... Conservative Republicans are saying that uh, it's not uh, a day too late, but apparently he's not going to be retiring till November. So we got a ways. Now, uh, American prophetic, uh, the day that Mitch McConnell announces his retirement, he's going to go to full out war against Donald Trump. You heard it here first. He is going to do everything he can to undermine uh, Donald Trump. Right now, what did I read this morning? Because I I woke up early enough to read the news. Illinois, a judge in Illinois said he shouldn't be on the ballot. What do you mean people should get to vote however they feel like? No, we get to decide who's on the ballot. 
So it's uh, going to be, I guess, between Joe Biden, uh, Bobo the Clown, and Kanye West. Uh, th- those are the three choices that you have in Illinois, and I hope you make the right one. I personally like clowns. They don't scare me. So I go with the clown in this situation, but that's just yours truly. I am not trying to sway your opinion or tell you whom you should vote for, but clowns are fun, and at least you'll see somebody in giant shoes with uh, one of those bicycle horns in, in, you know, in, in the chambers going, eh, 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 eh. you know, it's, it's, it's better than Joe Biden trying to put together a sentence. Just saying. So, yes, uh, the turtle himself has decided that uh, he's been glitching uh, one time too often, and he's been getting caught on camera. All of these people, man, I'm sorry. I, I love the elderly uh, I, I enjoy watching them try to gum a piece of steak as much as the next guy. Uh, I enjoy them uh, drinking their dinner through a straw, sure. And I kid, of course, because those of you now that are hitting 70, 80, you're listening to this, going, I'm, I'm going to amp up my hearing aid because I didn't think I heard him right. Uh, look, I love you. It's, uh, I, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm 50 next year. In uh, what? In about two weeks, I'm going to be 49. One, one, one step away from fitty so uh, it's not as though i don't see myself getting older and i don't see the gray hairs and i respect my elders to no end uh at least those that have wisdom but let's face it not much of the crowd that's currently in the leadership of these united states uh, can be said to have retained or retain any wisdom uh, it's the, the fact that they, they're still able to uh, control their bowels is surprising, honestly. Uh, but even that, eh, 50-50, because some of them you know are wearing the adult depends. Uh, personally, I, I love Kennedy, the guy from Louisiana. If I could move to Louisiana, I would, just because he would be my senator. And, and he's getting up there in age, but the man is still able to get a point across. His synapses are still firing as they should be. I'm sorry. I know Mitch McConnell, he's a trailblazer. He, he's, he's freezing up. It's like the old windows when, when, when that little circle thing kept going over and over again. Please give us a minute. And three hours later, it was still going around. You're like, okay, something's up here. And hopefully he's realized it. Or his... Uh, wife of Chinese descent has made enough millions uh, from her dealings with China. I know, isn't that sort of, uh, you know, kind of, well, yeah, it is, but everybody's doing it, huh? Everyone's doing, everyone's got a side hustle in the Senate. Nancy Pelosi, if she started a uh, stock trading house, I, I mean, she'd be gangbuster. She'd get everybody's business. This woman can't lose. Every bet she puts down, boom, 100 times her money. It's ridiculous. If she went into a casino, she'd clean it out in like three minutes. Uh, and I know it's just because Nancy's so smart. You see her. You, you see her enigmatic nature and, and the genius brain that's constantly looking at the angles and deciding where to place her bet and go, I think this company will succeed over the other. It's not that she has insider information by any means. I allegedly, although it's not alleged, we all know they do. But it's illegal to purchase securities based on the insider information that you possess. At least it should be. But who cares nowadays? It's a free-for-all. And they know it's coming to an end. I mean, the one thing that I uh, have been keeping an eye on, and you should too, and it's not because I have any money in the stock market, because, you know, it's it's the paycheck to paycheck kind of family. Uh, But a lot of billionaires are cashing out a lot of stock options. Who was it? I, I mean, you can go down the list. The richest people in this country are going liquid. And they're selling. Uh, Bezos sold a bunch of Amazon. The Waltons sold a bunch of Walmart. Uh, Goofy Freckle sold a bunch of uh, Zuckerberg, sold a bunch of Facebook. Uh, or uh, what's it called now? Meta. It's Meta. Everybody's going liquid, and you're thinking to yourself, hmm, I wonder what they know that 
the average peasant such as myself doesn't that, you know, we got an extra 30 bucks to throw into a half share of whatever. Uh, it's coming. Uh, whether you want to call it American prophetic or not, it's coming. And the only thing that uh, is unknown, the only thing that I haven't quite figured out yet is if they can keep this train wreck together until after the elections. They're going to try. It's, it's like that duct tape on an airplane sort of thing. They're going to try to keep it together because if uh, stock market crashes along with everything else that's going on in this country, it's going to be a lot more difficult to steal the 2024 elections. Uh, make no mistake, they, they've already got all, all their irons in the fire. They've all, already got their plans. I just hiccuped. I just hiccuped for the first time since I was six, I think. I don't know why. Maybe it's the coffee. Uh, I, uh, last week, I'd gone out and purchased uh, a cup of hot, hot coffee uh, because the Keurig that we have in the office takes forever. And uh, sadly, I had to drink it without talking. And so for the rest of the day, I was buzzed because we didn't get to record the program. Today, we're recording it, so, uh, and, and we did actually test the software first before I went and I shelled out the $3. Because, you know, I'm not cheap, but I'm frugal. We come up with words, don't we? I'm just frugal. So, yes, I did purchase a cup of coffee. I am ready to go. We are here, and like I said, we have a lot to talk about. And I think uh, something that is relevant for all of us across the board is the fact that now uh, the French, come on, what are you going to do? You, you're going to fight a war with baguettes? The French. I understand you're still high and mighty over inventing the croissant. I get it. However... Uh, the French said they want to put boots on the ground in uh, Ukraine, you know, to help fight the Russian aggression. And uh, last week, uh, Medvedev, who is uh, the former prime minister of Russia, came out and said that if you guys do this, uh, let's just say that it would lead to nuclear strikes on Kiev, Berlin, London, Washington, uh, among others. Now, again, if the Russians did not possess the biggest nuclear arsenal in the world, and they do, this is the thing that I know, all, all, all the rah-rah rising Phoenix patriots seem to forget, the Russians possess the largest nuclear arsenal in the world. The U.S. is in second place, possess any of these things. Then you could look at that statement, at that declaration, and go, eh, it's just, you know, bustle. It's just a man talking just for the sake of talking. It's, uh, you know, it's nothing more than a bluff. But seeing as... They are the number one possessor of nuclear weapons in the world. We should probably take their threats seriously as a nation. Evidently, nobody is. Let's get into this story. We're going to get into what uh, Vladimir Putin himself said uh, just today. So, so apparently they're thinking is, well, I guess maybe they didn't trust Dmitry Medvedev, so uh, the, the man himself has to say it. But uh, this was back last week. And last week, top Putin ally warned uh, the West off of striving for a Ukrainian victory, warning that it would lead to nuclear strikes on Kiev, Berlin, London, Washington, as well as an apocalyptic civil war in Russia with tens of millions dead. And at this juncture, uh, you know, uh, the fancy man himself uh, from North Carolina came out and said, so what? Dead Russians, hoorah. 
Lindsey Graham, you got to love him. No, he didn't say that, but I'm sure he thought it. Look, these, these people, again, if you're pushing 90, if you're pushing 80, and you're still in leadership, and you want to send uh, young people to war who just got married and had a kid and, and are trying to make ends meet, if you want to send them off to their death, then, then you're a despicable human being. I don't care what party you belong to. All right, that's just my position. So, Deputy Chairman of uh, the Russian Security Council, Dmitry Medvedev, who was also formerly the Prime Minister and President of Russia in service to Vladimir Putin, been asked for permission to sip from my coffee. I know, I'm getting, I'm getting a big head, huh? It's pride cometh before the fall, Michael, you should ask. Well, he threatened Western capitals with entire strategic arsenal of Russian nuclear weapons, uh, which uh, is, 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 is quite a bit. Uh, Medvedev, for whom absolutely no slide is too small to necessitate a nuclear response, was speaking of Ukraine's hope to retake its UN-recognized uh, national territory, which in some cases have been occupied by Russia for very close to 10 years. Russia has amended its constitution and now considers those areas, Crimea, Donetsk, Luhansk, Kherson, and Zaporizhia, to be full parts of the Russian Republic, attempting to push the borders back to where they were before, uh, before will invite a massive retaliation, Medvedev said, in his latest threat on Sunday, making clear he sees the Western states aiding Ukraine with arms as legitimate targets. Now, I will repeat myself for the sake of posterity, because I know somebody's going to have an issue with it. However, if the Americans would have allowed for talks between the Russians and the Ukrainians without sending Boris Johnson over to encourage uh, Zelensky to keep on fighting. Because, you know, it, was, it wasn't Boris that was going to pick up a gun, was it? Uh, if he hadn't gone out and done that, this thing would be over already. But then it, how, how are you going to, you know, launder money if, if we didn't have those aid packages to send? We'd have to start a war somewhere else, I guess, or use another nation as a straw man, as a stick figure. Uh, so it, it would have been done. They would have sat down. Ukraine would have given up some territory. Russia would have accepted less territory than it wanted because that's the way of things in those regions. That's the way things work in places like that, unless America decides to be the world's policeman and we send boots on the ground and we go to war with the number one nuclear superpower in the world. I, I guess that's an option, especially if they see the election going the way they don't want it to and they realize they can't cheat their way to a win. Allegedly. I know. See, I'm, I'm covering myself. I'm not. I'm just, you know, come on. I, I saw this. It was, it was just hilarious. Uh, what, what was it? Oh, uh, I think South Carolina. Either South Carolina or North Carolina has had its Republican primary. And uh, the big orange man won by like 60 some odd percent in uh, Nikki Haley's home state. And there was a CNN reporter that was doing uh, the, <laughs> the armchair quarterbacking. Uh, he, he, he was uh, going through uh, the questions that were asked of the people that were coming out of the voting booths. And one of them was, uh, do, do you believe that... Uh, the 2020 election was fair or uh, do, do you believe that, that Joe Biden won it fair and square? And 65% of the people said, no, only 30% of the people said, yeah, I guess it was a fair election. And this man, I, I, I think he hadn't seen the numbers beforehand because he felt impressed. He felt he needed to say uh, 65% falsely believe that it was not a fair election. They falsely believe. I'm like, look, how dumb do you think people really are? And I know that that's, that question has various answers. And looking at the nation as it is today, I'm wondering myself. But 
the, the fact that he needed to reiterate, not, not once, but repeatedly, that, that while well, they believe falsely, I mean, they, they're wrong in their belief that it was not a free and fair election. And, you know, to that I would say, uh, if you count all the votes of those that have gone to the great beyond, if you count the votes of Granny and Grandma and Aunt Ethel that came out of their graves to vote for Joe Biden, then sure. Uh, it, it was a free and fair election. But if uh, all things were equal and uh, we would have announced the numbers the night of, as I'm sure we could have, because uh, we know everything else the night of, um, then yeah, it might have been a little closer than people thought. So he said, which is Medvedev, uh, that attempts to return Russia to the borders of 1991 will lead to only one thing, to a global war with Western countries using the entire strategic arsenal of our state in Kiev, Berlin, London, Washington. And uh, I need to sort of have an addendum here and remind everyone that keeps going, well, we can take on Russia, that Russia is not the only enemy we currently have. Uh, there are many Middle Eastern countries that would use uh, the cover of a war with Russia to do their worst against America as well. Uh, the Chinese are not our friends, and they've declared as such, but we're too busy trying to transition 12-year-olds to pay any attention to what's happening globally. So uh, things are looking great. If uh, you were looking forward to seeing a mushroom cloud live and in living color, uh, claiming beautiful historical places would be destroyed by Russia's nuclear weapons, never mind the people, but the historical places, uh, Medvedev suggested it would be better for the forces trying to roll back Russia's war against Ukraine uh, and, and telling them they should stand down before it's too late. Further discussing the consequence of Western-backed Ukraine taking back its legal territory. Medvedev spoke of how losing its newly conquered territory again could push Russia to civil war. In comments possibly directed at a domestic audience to hammer home the importance of supporting the state's war effort, Medvedev continued, per Russian state media, the direct and irreversible collapse of present-day Russia a violent civil war with the final disappearance of our country from the world map. Tens of millions of victims, the death of our future, the collapse of everything in the world. And uh, I, I, I don't think he's exaggerating that. I, I've proffered this question to those very excited, including Lindsey Graham, to get rid of Putin uh, by, by any means necessary. Uh, who's going to take his place? You understand that when you create a power vacuum in a country filled with predators like Russia is, it's the man willing to spill the most blood that will rise to the top. So my question is this. Sure, Putin's an evil guy. Get rid of him. But who's going to take his place? What are his politics? What are his dreams and vision of of, of reuniting Russia? Or is it just going to be a guy a la Lenin or Stalin whose brutality will lead to only one conclusion, push the button, push it first? It doesn't matter what happens after as long as we get our missiles off the ground first. Hmm? I know, you're thinking to yourself, hey, you, you missed the week, you should have been jollier today. Well, uh, there, there's not much uh, reason for levity today. We're going to get into what I have coined uh, pervadors in the church, which are basically perverted predators, because apparently uh, I've got one, two, three, four articles pulled up of either heads of Christian colleges, pastors, or evangelists that have had to step down. And, and, and Mike Bickle isn't, isn't even among them because we've already discussed that. So uh, a, a whole new basket of loathsome individuals uh, that have had to step down for either uh, 
sexual misconduct or uh, inappropriate behavior. Thinking about this this morning uh, as, as I was getting ready for the program, what what attracts these kinds of men to these positions of authority? And the thing that I concluded, the thing that that, that the only thing that makes sense is that they weren't bright enough or successful enough to attract anyone on their own, and so they had to use spiritual authority as the crutch. Uh, it, it, it goes without saying that if the church possessed discernment, these things wouldn't be happening uh, at the level and frequency that they're happening in. So, but, but let's get back to what Medvedev said. Then we're going to go to what Vladimir Putin just said. Uh, and then, of course, uh, transition to what Zelensky said. Because, look, I, I, I think the man realized he's being used as a patsy, but he's hoping that the West's desire to get rid of Russia is strong enough where they'll do his bidding, get rid of Russia, and, uh, and, and place him as some sort of uh, figurehead. I, I, I think that's where his mindset's at. And what he doesn't understand is that throughout the U.S.'s history, and I know, look, we're, we're, our hands are clean, We've always done things above board as a nation. We were always on the side of right. But in those few cases where we used one dictator to topple another, the dictator that we used to topple the other dictator uh, met with the bad end shortly afterwards. I'm just going to leave it at that. I know. You should probably read your history in order to understand that that, that Maybe the phoenix isn't as pristine as you thought it was. In the case of such unrest, Medvedev against warned the West, uh, the disincentives for Russia launching its nuclear weapons would evaporate. Despite the threats and subsequent remarks on Monday, Medvedev also asserted he believes victory for what Russia euphemistically calls the special military operation was to come soon. He said Russia's military power was equal to any in the world and that Russia is a strong country because we know how to win. Yeah, debatable. I, I, I think that to a certain extent, if the only thing Russia desired was, was to just blanket bomb all of uh, Ukraine and uh, leave nothing in its wake, then it would have been over already. Uh, I, I, it's dragged out far longer than it should have because uh, the West has a vested interest in Russia's weakness. But when nations like France start getting uppity, when the French start saying, yeah, we should probably go put boots on, who? France doesn't have an army. Well, you're going to bring all the bakers out with baguettes? I mean, you, you can let them age for a few days and they're hard baguettes, but still. A baguette will not stop a bullet. I'm just saying. Despite the threats, we read that. Medvedev's remarks on nuclear war are only his latest wild threats against Western cities. And again, see, this is, this is, this is what American media tries to do. They, they isolate the individual and make it seem as though it's one lunatic making these threats and that he didn't vet his remarks or that he didn't run them by anybody else. He's just uh, off the cuffing this. And I promise you, uh, Medvedev doesn't pass gas without permission from Putin. Or Putin, if you will. All right? This, this guy will hold it in for a week. All right? He'll get red in the face before he lets a little one eke out, even if he's had beans for dinner, unless he gets permission to do it. To think that, that he was off on his own, uh, you know, lone wolfing it, uh, it's a fallacy that, that the West likes to put forth. But, you know, a week later, the man himself 
came out and said pretty much the same thing that Medvedev did. So uh, let's not go, well, you know, it's his latest wild threat, but what, what can we, we can't take that seriously. Eh, you probably should. Uh, Medvedev's remarks on nuclear war are only his latest wild threats against Western cities, which he makes with some frequency over developments in the Ukraine war. As previously reported, Medvedev has threatened nuclear strikes over an international arrest warrant on President Putin uh, to nuke disgustingly damp eternal enemy Britain in a hot, full-scale World War III. Well, World War III is coming sooner or later. Uh, So I don't know what plans you have for the summer, but, you know, maybe don't put them off till next year. How about them apples? You know, if, if, if you're going to have uh, a couple of days where you can go and, and sit on a beach and feel the, feel the sand between your toes and, and, and see a palm tree, palm tree swaying in the breeze, maybe sooner rather than later. I know they've got really great deals for 2025 and 26, but uh, when, when you're glowing in the dark, I think the last thing you want to do is go on a beach. Just a thought. I don't know. His latest remarks uh, are particularly reminiscent of another Medvedev speech in July 2023 uh, when he threatened nuclear war for NATO's support to Ukraine. Uh, All it takes is one time of follow through. When it comes to this kind of thing, when it comes to how destructive nuclear war will be, it only takes one follow-through. So if that's not sobering, or at least it should be for the U.S. government and for all these other governments that think they, they can expand NATO to Russia's borders and then eventually swallow Russia up into NATO too, uh, maybe maybe we should uh, you know t- take these threats just just a smidge more seriously than we are. Now, Vladimir Putin today, uh, February 29th, and by the way, today is a recorded broadcast, but we're recording it the day it should be airing. So yes, today is February the 29th, the year of our Lord 2024. Uh, uh, Vladimir Putin said this, put Western troops on the ground in Ukraine and get a global nuclear war in return. Uh, I I don't think there's too many ways to read this than how you read it. That was the clear threat issued Thursday by Russian President Vladimir Putin as he told the West to keep out of the fight between Moscow and Kiev. The Associated Press Reports he spoke in a State of the Nation's address ahead of next month's elections, uh, all but certain to win, underlining his readiness to hold Russian gains in Ukraine at any cost. Uh, by, by the way, because it's not widely reported, uh, you know, the, the Navalny, the guy who died in prison, which he, sh- he shouldn't have been in prison to begin with. But uh, the guy who died in prison did end up dying of of natural causes. He was not murdered at the time. I mean, they tried to poison him beforehand. I'm sure his health wasn't all that. But uh, it's it's been confirmed by independent sources uh, that he he did die of natural causes. So, uh, look, would the Russians be dumb enough to take out the opposition leader uh, just to give the West an excuse to, to, to further dump armaments and money into Ukraine? If, if, if you think yes, then the propaganda has worked. And you think that the only thing Russia is, is uh, you know, a, a bunch of guys with sticks and clubs. Eh, not so much. Anyway, AP. Reports he spoke in the State of the Nation address, we read that, in a thinly veiled reference to French President Emmanuel Macron's 
statement earlier this week that the future deployment of Western ground troops to Ukraine is possible. And again, stick to your croissant. Look, I love a creme brulee just as much as the next guy. Your strength isn't Warcraft. Your strength is bakery. It's patisserie products. Lean into your strength. Create a new dessert. But for, for, for Pete's sake, stay away from war. Have you seen Emmanuel Macron? I, the only reason people uh, don't question his uh, sexual preferences is because he was married to a woman, or still is, that's like 45 years his senior or something. Kind of fishy. I don't know. I'm not getting into it. Again, allegedly. Uh, but Emmanuel Macron it doesn't come off as a guy who's uh, ready to lead from the front, if you know what I mean. Hmm. In a thinly veiled reference to French President Emmanuel Macron's statement earlier this week that the future deployment of Western ground troops to Ukraine is possible, Putin warned it would lead to tragic consequences for the countries who decide to do that, repeating earlier threats of igniting global nuclear uh, conflagration. That's a big word, conflagration indeed. Uh, Mushroom clouds everywhere. As Breitbart News reported, Macron said uh, sending Western soldiers to Ukraine could not be ruled out and that we must do whatever we can to obtain our objective. Uh, uh, who's our? That, that's the thing, though. It, it's, at a certain point, you have to start feeling for the Ukrainian people that are being used by the West. You, you have to start, start feeling for, for all the widowed wives and all the mothers left without sons and husbands. Who's we, Mr. Macron? Huh? See, you're letting the cat out of the bag unintentionally because along with being a, a limp-wristed buffoon, you're also not very intelligent. Who's we? What is our objective? Nothing should be excluded, mon dieu. I added the mon dieu. We will do everything that we can to make sure that Russia does not prevail, Macron said while expressing his belief Russia was preparing to take more territory, not just in Ukraine, but in other countries too. Uh, and, and this is yet another attempt of the West to gaslight people into going along with war. Uh, he's not going to stop with Ukraine. Whether he does or doesn't, I, I, he, he will for a couple of years at least. The idea that you can take the man out or that you can destroy the whole of Russia is ludicrous. The idea that Ukraine can win this war is likewise ludicrous. I know, but, but the news was reporting it's almost over and the Ukrainians are celebrating in the streets. Stop believing propaganda. There, there's, there's no way. And, and if the West decides to put boots on the ground, because they want to expand NATO all the way to the borders of Russia, which, which Vladimir Putin said he would not allow it to happen, period, then the idea or the probability or possibility of nuclear war uh, becomes more likely with each passing day. Putin noted while accusing Russia of plans to attack NATO allies in Europe, Western allies were selecting targets for striking our territory and selecting the most efficient as they think striking assets and talking about the possibility of sending a NATO contingent to Ukraine. We remember the fate of those who sent their troops contingents to, ter to the territory of our country, the Russian leader said. Now, the consequences for the potential invaders will be far more tragic. I, I, I understand we like watching movies. And uh, we, we think that in the last 30 seconds, cooler heads will prevail. But you've got to take this man seriously when he threatens you with nuclear war. I, if you don't, you do so at, at your own peril. 
it's not, not as though he doesn't have the weapons. And if you push him far enough into a corner, I, they've shown restraint thus far. How much longer? God only knows. Don't they understand it? He continued, alleging the Western leaders are playing with options of deeper involvement in the conflict as in a simulation. Those people haven't been through any tough challenges and they have forgotten what war means. And that's another thing, how whatever your feelings on the man, evil as he might be, that is a very poignant statement. Those people haven't been through any tough challenges and they have forgotten what war means. That's a deep one. That is a really deep one because the Russians have been what? Sanctioned to death by what our administration is saying for the last four years and they've been surviving they look I what you think only Russians are tough no but percentage wise they're made of tougher stuff than the French for sure percentage wise uh, they're made of tougher stuff than my generation and younger percentage wise for sure Look, this, is, this isn't the America of World War II. This isn't the America of the guys who went and fought in Vietnam. I, it's, Ford may still be built Fort Tough, but the men of this generation, uh, I got questions. I saw a guy the other day buying nail polish. And it wasn't for his girlfriend because he was trying it on one of his fingers to see if it matched whatever he thought it should match. Sorry, kiddies. They're just tougher. It's just the way it is. I know. I'm never listening to this again. Yeah, that's fine. I, it's, you know, I'm, I'm sure that our new sponsor... Uh, won't won't pull their sponsorship uh, if, if you stop listening. Uh, by the way, our new sponsor is Atomic Underwear. Uh, why why be cold in a nuclear winter? Stay warm with Atomic Underwear. Uh, <laughs> I see. There you go. Your moment of levity for the day. And and yes, that was off the cuff. That's just how my mind works. So if you want to stay warm during nuclear winter, uh, buy your atomic underwear today. Uh, And and you can, uh, you know, switch them inside out and wear them for twice as long. Okay. All right. So we have Medvedev's statement. Now we have Putin's statement. And uh, we're going to go on to Mr. Zelensky's statement. Uh, because uh, he sees the way the winds are moving. Uh, And he's trying to scare Europe into doing something very dumb. These are Zelensky's words. Russia will definitely not stop with Ukraine if it's allowed to survive its war against Ukraine and will menace countries across Europe, warned Volodymyr Zelensky on Wednesday. So now, now Russia should not be allowed to survive, according to Mr. Zelensky. And all of Europe should take that into account. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky spoke at a summit of 11 southeastern European nations in Tirana, Albania. For a guy that's supposed to be at war, he spends a lot of time on the road, doesn't he? I'm just saying. And as well as pleading for more donations of ammunition, he also expressed the importance of making sure Russia isn't able to do the same to others in the future. Russia will attempt to destabilize the situation in the West if they are given a break. And preventing this means not offering the opportunity to survive their aggression against us. Um, There's an old expression 
that I'm fond of. Anytime somebody comes and, and tells me of, of their plans uh, and, and their grandiose, and big dreams, little boy, big dreams. Look, right now, Europe understands that Russia still controls the gas. Currently, they're uh, controlling the ports. And uh, when, 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 when the smoke settles, they'll likely control, what, 25% of the world's wheat production? Hmm? Vladimir Putin doesn't need to aggress Europe with, with violence and war. They'll do his bidding as soon as he turns off the spigot, as soon as imports and exports or exports cease out of wheat exports cease out of Russia. But this, this, this is exactly the sort of same scare tactic. Remember when uh, we, discuss, we discussed this like two weeks ago. You, it should be fresh on your mind, even with the short, short-term memory uh, you know, deficit. Uh, the ABC reporter that, that said uh, Russia was planning on, on space weapons uh, right before the, the new tranche of support was ready to go to Ukraine. Somehow the ABC reporter got the top secret memo from Vladimir Putin himself. Yep, if, if we don't give him the money, we're all done for. This, look, these scare tactics eventually aren't going to work anymore. Uh, eventually, sadly, tragically, the Ukrainians are going to run out of bodies. They're going to run out of men to throw at the Russian machine. It's just the reality of it. And it could have been over with almost two years ago if they'd been allowed to sit down at the negotiation tables. Yes, Ukraine would have given up some land. Yes, Russia probably would have taken less than it wanted. But it wasn't in the West's best interest. So the idea that that Western governments don't have blood on their hands is a ludicrous one. They do. And if America was in tip-top shape and everything was going smoothly, then perhaps we could entertain some sort of allied defense or protection of Ukraine. But have you seen what's happening within the U.S. borders recently? Have you seen how this nation has been overrun by, coincidentally, I know it's just coincidence, but military-aged males from all over the world? What, 6%, 7% are coming over with wives and kids? Tell me how that's going to end. When... On the one hand, you have the average American citizen getting fed up at seeing all of their resources uh, delegated to people who came here illegally, because that's what it is. I'm sorry. There's legal immigration and illegal immigration. Let's not conflate the two. And anybody who doesn't understand that means they've been sheltered all their life and don't know how things work. So on the one hand, you're going to have the American citizenry getting fed up seeing things continue the way they are. On the other hand, you're going to have the administration require more of the average citizen in order to continue keeping this thing afloat. And the moment they say we're out, the moment they say we need to decrease the amount that we're giving out, whether because politically they need to make that change in order to win their next election or just because we're out of money, uh, all all these military-aged men that got used to receiving free room, free board, free food, free iPhones, free everything, now feeling entitled to these things, how do you think they'll react? What do you think they'll do? See, I, it's one of these weeks, I don't know when, when, when it's a slow news week, 
Uh, we're just going to have an hour of dad jokes just to make us smile a bit. But we're not there yet. Uh, and we're not going to be there for a minute because things will only continue to ramp up in this country. Um, and it all, it, it all could have been prevented. It all could have been prevented had we repented, had we turned our faces towards God, had we humbled ourselves and submitted ourselves to his will. Now, for those of you, and we're not, we're not going to have time to get into all of these articles. Look at that. Calvin University president resigns after unwelcome, inappropriate behavior. Uh, Pervador number one. Uh, global senior leader of Numa Church resigns after sexual misconduct. Pervador number two. Minnesota Creepo pastor charged with sex crimes. Church allegedly tried to conceal it. Pervador number three. And uh, one of the original gangster pervadors, one of the OGs. <laughs> come on, come on, man. I'm, I'm, st- I'm turning into Joe Biden. Come on, man. Brian Houston claims he was hacked after posting lesbian kissing posts on his Twitter or X. Isn't this the guy that tried starting a new church? Uh, Girls kissing, huh? Well, Brian, uh, maybe you should stop mixing uh, pharmaceuticals with alcohol. Prescription medication and boobs don't mix. I know, I know. My joy is in you, Lord. Maybe he lost his CD. Maybe he had to revert back to the things that brought a smile to his face before Hillsong came out with that ditty. So uh, we're not going to have time to get into any of those. Uh, but see, ladies, for those of you that thought I was picking on the women's, uh, not, a, not a one lady among them, all of them uh, very male and very pervy. So uh, apparently pervadors unite uh, among Christian leadership. And, and that, to me, uh, is beyond the pale. When you use your spiritual authority to prey on individuals that are looking for hope, for joy, for healing, whatever, whatever it is, those people came into your church for, whatever it is that brought them to the house of God. Because there, there's a lot of broken people just, just looking to be put back together. And God can do it. I, I know broken people that were put back together. And, and once they were made whole, they were better by far than they'd ever been beforehand. But when you take someone like that, and you use your spiritual authority to prey on them. And, and, and you break them even worse than they were before. Do you understand how difficult it is to reach somebody like that and tell them about the love of Jesus? Do you understand the level of bitterness that they likely have in their hearts for anything having to do with God? It, 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 it boggles the mind. But just for, for those of you that think, uh, well, once the primaries are done, it'll be smooth sailing, uh, you have to understand that the big orange man has to run a gauntlet, basically, just to get to the elections. And even then, Pierre Delecto himself, Senator Mittens Romney said Wednesday on CNN, who watches CNN under the Anderson Cooper's homosexual lover? I don't know. But anyway, Mittens Romney said on CNN that he would never vote for former President Donaldo Duck Trump for president over President Joe Biden. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. 
Joe Biden's currently shaking hands with ghosts, speaking words that need to be interpreted by uh, various talking heads on television just to make a modicum of sense. Here is El Senator Pierre Delecto, who said he would never vote for former President Donald Duck over President Jose, where's my diaper Biden? So that's how you know. We've had this discussion for far longer than we needed to, but it's good to be reminded. Just because they have an R after their name or they have a D after their name has become irrelevant in U.S. politics. It's whether they are globalists or nationalists. And Mittens Romney is a dedicated, unapologetic, unashamed globalist. So it's not headwinds that we're gearing towards. It's an iceberg. And everyone's seeing the iceberg, especially those people that have more money than they know what to do with, uh, a la Mr. Bezos or the Waltons or uh, Mr. Zuckerberg. Yeah, they're, they're going liquid. Uh. Kale Supri. I know. Oh, they just, they just need a little spending money. Yeah, I, I, you, you know what? This morning, I, I, was, I was sitting on my couch going, I should probably cash in $25 billion of my stock options because I need a little pocket change too. So it's not. Look, they know. They, they see it. Everything is being held up artificially. And the only question that remains is whether they'll be able to artificially keep this thing afloat until November or until December. So, anyway, that's the program for today. I know, I know, it went by so fast, we barely had time to discuss anything. But hopefully, Lord willing, we'll be with you again next week. And until then, may God bless you, may God keep you. Uh, and don't look directly at the mushroom cloud. Apparently it hurts your eyes. So uh, with that, Gino, if you've got anything to say, tis yours. Oh, boy, Mike. You know, when you say mushroom cloud, uh, it's not far off, I don't think. And it's really sobering to think about. Mike said it well, you know, God gave us a chance to repent. Jeremiah 51, God called America a golden cup in his hand. And yet that golden cup refused and was stubborn and refused to repent. And then Revelation 18, the Lord talks about Babylon. It's a powerful chapter, a country full of every wicked spirit, every uncaged bird, unclean spirit. And in one hour, it will be brought to nothing. In one hour, it will see destruction. Those are powerful rebukes to a country that's been very stubborn and stiff-necked in so many avenues, in so many uh, parts of our country, fabric of our nation, country that takes prayer out of the schools, a country that says gay marriage is okay. And I'm, I'm talking the leaders, a country that has laws against the word of God that allows the killing of the preborn, all these things. All the crime, the murder, and now the invasion of the borders. And uh, like Mike said, you know, Democrat or Republican, they're blurring the lines of, uh, of all that. And, and people are getting totally discouraged with everything political. And so, you know, the Bible says when you see these signs approaching and the signs are there, it's not a joke that Putin's mentioning nuclear war. That's one guy that means what he says. He's not a Biden. He means what he says. And he's reiterating what the other guys are saying. And he's pretty much drawing the line. And, you know, Russia, when they say these are the lines generally, although I think with the Ukraine war, they've, they've I would say, been a lot more patient. But that patience to me is running out. And God showed Dimitri that one day there would be nuclear attack against the U.S. 
because of our stubbornness, rebellion, and our sin. And that day is coming. And warnings are 100% from God. And our country could have repented, but it chose not to. Thank God for the remnant of the Lord that loves Jesus. Thank God for the remnant that's praying. I have no doubt the prayers of the remnant, prayers of God's people, have been very effective in, in, in God giving, as Mike once said, a reprieve, but not a pardon. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you.